Hello, welcome back to another episode of 50 Shades of NBA podcast. I'm Nathan. I'm Trey. And this is episode 23. 23. Last year, or last week. number. Yeah, uh, yeah. So last week was our Swifty pod, and this is our MJ LeBron pod. Oh yeah, MJ. MJ, yep, him too. Michael What about Anthony Davis? Oh, oh no, no, he doesn't count. He does not count. He's three now. He is three He's only three to me. So... There's that. That being yeah. said, we're also playing, uh, we also have a 2K league right we going do. right now. Shout out Tim Duncan, the 2K MVP of 2003. 2003 NBA Finals. Yep. And, and, and just MVP. NBA champion. Oh my gosh. Finals MVP. Tim Duncan, have yourself a day, dude. Yeah. Have yourself a day. It's fine. But other than 2K, we have basketball to talk about. Basketball. And a man that put up some 2K-like numbers the other night, Ooh, nice. Damian Lillard. 71 points. Ooh. A win against the Rockets. Ooh. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it's the Rockets. The Rockets have been literally letting anyone and their mother put up points against them this year. Uh, I saw something really quick after the game about all the big, like, big nights mm-hmm. against them. It was like Kevin Durant, 40-something, Luka, 50-something, like one or two times. He, he scored a lot, but, like, you, you show up on the court and you're you're going to have a career high. It it certainly appears that way. Yeah, it really does. Um, They're just not good. They really aren't. But I do have to say towards like the fourth quarter I was watching, it was ridiculous because they're they're what I saw it as. They're like, all right, we don't want Dame doing something crazy or crazier to us right now because they're playing respectable defense on him. Dame was still just getting his, his shot because he was in the zone, but... Like it wasn't like a gimme Dame gets the ball and no one's contesting it. Like, yeah, they were genuinely trying to make sure this man did not break 70. He broke 70. He broke 70. And oh my gosh, he had a couple missed layups too. Uh, in the fourth quarter, I'm like, dude, I, I think I saw three just off the top of my head. What a smushed I'm like, it. If you get those, like you're pushing, you're getting close to 80. You're, you're smelling you're like 80. 77. That's like. That's yeah. fourth all time in scoring, I believe, mm-hmm. per game. Yep. I believe it is uh Will. right now 181, 78, 75 Could've by Will, him. and then 73 by him. Will. So that's crazy. It really is. But yeah, that was absolutely insane. I'm actually more hyped for this 70 piece than I was for D Mitch's 70 piece. I am too. I am too. I let me hear why you first and then uh, kind of tell. I, I just side. like Dame more. That's okay. really my whole thing. By I also Dame scares me. I saw this thing. Uh, I believe Kirk Goldsberry yeah. uh, posted it on okay. Instagram and Twitter. But Dame is uh, the only player to ever go over seventy and have four hundred and fifty like feet of shooting. Jesus, like path of the basketball from hand to yeah. hoop. Like there was four hundred and fifty feet of it, and that's insane. That's ridiculous. Shout out Dame, but the part. That really stands out to me. Um, Dame did this in he did this in regulation. Yeah. D Mitch, he he needed overtime. Also, side note, my Utah Jazz, who had like 12 wins all year, got the number two seed, so that's tragic. Number two pick. And it's the 03 draft, LeBron draft. So gonna need a, a draft night trade. Goodbye, Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen's on the jazz. I don't know why. But anyway, anyway, yeah. He, he did this in regulation. He played like 46-something minutes, and his efficiency was, it was good. 
He he shot 22 for 38 from the field. He was at the line 14 times, and he had a career high of 13 threes. It went crazy. He did. It went crazy. Six assists, six rebounds sprinkled in there, but... Sprinkled. Sprinkled. But I don't know. It, I, it was really impressive. It's crazy. It really is. It's crazy. I love Damian Lillard. Uh-huh. Um, was that right after he had the quote of... Literally a couple days after. A couple days after yeah. he had the quote of like... A, People, my haters better hope I don't win a championship yep. for this city. Yeah, he's like, Woo! y'all better, y'all better pray I don't win a championship for Portland. I don't need to pray. You're not going to, but still, <laughs> you know what? Quote. Fair point. Fair point. Got him. Yeah. Now that that's like one of those things Dame has always embraced, not running from the grind, but in in reality, it's probably going to come at the expense of a championship. Um, and I don't know. I think he's okay with that. Do we put too much weight in what a championship means? Oh, that's so tough. That is so tough. I'm I think we put too much weight in it by by means of respecting and giving props to great players that never win mm-hmm. because there's a ton of great players that never win a championship. A lot to come to, he- to um, mind. At the same time like if you win a championship, there is like there's inherent there's value something in to be said about that. Yeah. But I think But who's better? Kyle Kuzma or Tracy McGrady? <sighs> Who has a championship ring? Touche. See, that that's where I'm like, There's why a I certain say no. level where we're going too far. Yeah, there is definitely a certain level because Damian Lillard should go down as one of the all-time greats of the game. And just he because really he should. didn't win a championship or he hasn't at this point, I think people, some people are going to look at it and be like, well, he really wasn't that great. Like if Dirk never but, won a championship, he would never be in conversation for top two power forward all-time. That's true, which is crazy. Because it doesn't... That doesn't you change watch how him good play. that player was. Yeah, you watch him play. It, he's phenomenal. Like it definitely means something when you win the championship, like you're saying. It does. But it changes something mm-hmm. inherently in your mind where you go, Dirk, top 10 power forward. And then you go, oh, Dirk has a championship, top two power yeah. forward. Second only to Tim Duncan, probably. Mm-hmm. Mr. Fundamental. There, there's other, you can argue other people, but mm-hmm. typically those are the top two that I hear the most often. It's like uh, the cherry on top or the sprinkles on top of a, of a career. And I think that's how it should be looked at. Like you still get, you know, you still get, the weight of their career, all their mm-hmm. accolades and incredible like mm-hmm. accomplishments. And that's like the ice cream of it, yeah. right? That's what matters. And everything else, a championship, MVP, um, scoring title, whatever, that's like the toppings. But it's and, almost and, like reverse that right now though, with the way you look at it. Cause you have players like Draymond mm-hmm. and you have players like, I mean, no, no disrespect to either the, any of the players I'm going to mention, yeah. but like Curry himself is not a top 10 player. Okay. Yeah. But Curry has all these championships, so he's uh-huh. consistently he's put in the top ten. Better. And I'm not gonna argue light. like why people would put him there because uh-huh. it's hard to argue with all he's done for the game, uh-huh. all the championships he's won. Yep. That being said, he's not one of the top ten best players of all time. Hmm. When you have people like LeBron, you have people like MJ, you have Scotty, you have Hakeem, mm-hmm. you have Bill Russell, Will, all these players. I mean, it's just kind of like because if you look back in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Who do you know more about, Will Russell, uh, Will Chamberlain or Bill Russell? I know more about Will Chamberlain. He won only two championships yep. compared to Bill Russell's eleven. Mm-hmm. But we care so much more about what he did as like a crazy, crazy yeah, player, the crazy, ridiculous stats that'll never be touched. So I just don't, I don't see why we That's have good point. suddenly put so much weight into championships. Yeah, and I feel like one of the main reasons behind that is so people can pull it back to the Jordan Braun debate. Yeah, in a lot of the ways. Not all of them. That's yeah. not where it all came from. But 
I, I see what you're saying though. From that debate mm-hmm. now is brought into regular conversation of, mm-hmm. oh, okay, but how many ships guards? does he have? How many oh, rings? How many small forwards? How many, mm-hmm. you know? Hmm. That is a really good point. Thank you. And uh, I was watching a little bit of first take earlier because Chuck, uh, Charles Barkley was on mm-hmm. do, having mm-hmm. an interview with uh, Stephen A. Smith. And they kind of touched on that, just the value of championships. And they talked about Dame and he more or less was kind of saying what we just said. He's saying these these great players aren't getting the attention and like flowers they deserve because they haven't won something. But you look at a championship, he, he was bringing it back to KD and his decision to go to the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. and saying like, yeah, we get that. You're a tremendous player, best player on that team, but your road to... Your like, road to a championship was bought. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't earned, and yeah. he went took that back to uh, LeBron's decision to go to Miami and said those two championships, uh, in the in Miami, like were kind of viewed or are viewed as like the equivalent of KDs on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But LeBron came back and I was like, I know a bunch of old heads aren't gonna like respect my championships until I do it on my own and lead it on mm-hmm. my own. And that's, you know, what he did in Cleveland and yeah. delivered. So, yeah. Yeah. And that just talking about the value of rings over, over others is that's a whole nother thing. It's but. crazy. It's crazy. Like at the end of the day, if, if Damian Lillard plays, mm-hmm. cause he, he played a lot in college. So let's say he plays like 16 total years. Yeah. Say all 16 are with Portland. Yep. Never wins a ring. Mm-hmm. That is so much more valuable to me than, than Katie's career. Okay. Wow. Like, I know, because Katie, one of the best scorers of all time, mm-hmm. often called the best scorer of all time. Mm-hmm. But if if we're going off of a ring debate, his ring doesn't really, it does count because it is still a championship ring. He got finals MVP Watered for a down, reason. are you saying? It, it just doesn't hit as mm-hmm. deep with me as, you know, Damian Lillard stayed with his same team through everything. Mm-hmm. The team that drafted him, believed him, yada, yada, yada. And got paid well, but still. Yeah, he did. He did. But at the same time, it's just like I care so much more about Damian Lillard's career than I do Kevin Durant's career because Damian Lillard hasn't turned himself into that like, ah, I'm I'm so concerned about my legacy. I'm going to go after I have to go win a championship. Like, obviously, he wants to win a championship. Yeah, there's no doubt. Every player who's doing the game at this level wants to win a championship. No player wants is cool with being like, I am happy being the best player on the worst team. Yeah. I'm sure some younger guys are, or maybe some guys who got rings on a, on a different contract. Yeah. But a lot of it comes into that of like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I like this team's area. I like this. Like when Harrison Barnes went to the Kings. Yeah. You know that makes sense because he goes, well, they're gonna pay me more. Mm-hmm. I can still be in California. I'll be it's up in Sacramento, but still yeah. in Cali. I'm gonna go there, and I I understand that he already had his ring, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that that turns out better for his career, I feel like, than just being like, the fifth best guy, in. In Golden State? Yeah. Third, fourth, third or fourth. Well, because you got Steph, you got Dre, you got Clay. Clay. And then be Barnes. Yeah. But they also got KD. Oh, okay. I was just looking at that that first yeah, Warriors for team. Sure. Okay, for I, sure. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and there's just, there's some level of just like, the players got to do what's best for them. You got to respect that. But the move strictly of Kevin Durant going, I'm going to go win a championship with Golden State, who just beat us in the playoffs. I'm like, yeah. Okay, dude, like, ugh. <laughs> no, I, I think the entire sports world, or at least the basketball world, 
they had such a bad taste in their mouth mm-hmm. when they when they heard that. It's kind of like really, you just lost even, to these guys when it happened. I wasn't even one. I wasn't even super deep in the NBA. I yeah. literally the first time that I remember paying attention was the finals mm-hmm. after that after I, the three one finals. Okay, that LeBron. Yeah, won. yeah, that's the first NBA game I remember sitting down watching it like paying attention mm-hmm. to all of it knowing most of the players got you and so that was that was the big one for me yeah and so i didn't even really recognize like the significance of kd going yeah. there on that extra level of well they just beat the warriors in the playoffs mm-hmm. so i don't know man i don't know all right i don't have a problem with lebron going to the heat mm-hmm. i think a lot of problems within the Cavs organization pushed him away and he yeah they weren't somewhere. doing anything like organization-wise to bad. help them out whatsoever. They wrote a, the owner wrote a letter calling yeah. LeBron like a like a toddler. Oh, yeah. No, he and all this stuff. did not handle that uh, decision well mm. whatsoever. So it's, all, it's a little bit different, but... Yeah, there's a lot of I, factors I what, that did play into that role. What people say. But, mm-hmm. um, going Man, back that to that... really hadn't... Huh? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I, I was just going to say, going back to that Charles Barkley uh, yeah. one-on-one uh, with Stephen A. earlier, he also brought up another kind of popular topic right now. Um, and that's the idea of load management. And Chuck was basically, he was against it and how it's mm-hmm. used right now mm-hmm. uh, by a lot of stars in the NBA. I mean, when you think of load management, my mind immediately goes to a guy like Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi. who I think more or less kind of really popularized it. Really pioneered that load yeah, management. He with really, the- did. he really did. Obviously it was something that was done uh, before, like decades before, mm-hmm. but he, he made it, I don't want to say okay, but he made it look nice. Cause you look at the Raptors run. Yep. There was a lot of that load management to keep them healthy. So, so they could make a deep run into the playoffs and teams looked at it and it worked cause the Raptors won. Yeah. So I don't know. I, it seems like it feels like teams are wanting to rest their stars, mm-hmm. uh, because they see the success that it does have if you yeah, don't, I mean, if they if don't have don't, the miles and minutes on them. If the you don't need season. your star to play to win the games mm-hmm. or you don't need to win the games. Yeah, if you, you know you're going to be in the playoffs. But I think the idea of load management goes back more and more to like this whole idea of long-term competitiveness. Mm-hmm. And like the biggest problem for load management that the NBA is facing is I don't want to go to a game where Giannis sits, you know? Yeah. I don't want to go to a game where Joel, James, Tyrese, they're all sitting. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go see not my favorite players play in a regular yeah. season game. That being said, you have 82 of them. Yeah. you need. They need to have some time off. That's a lot. That's a lot mm-hmm. on, on their bodies. My only, like, pushback with that initial thought is the NBA has done a lot. Adam Silver has done a lot to make it easier on these players. Like, there's almost no back-to-backs or at least not as high of a frequency that mm-hmm. you had even five years ago. Yeah. Um, they have a longer time for all-star break for time off. If you're not in the all-star game, you have a week off, something like that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, three days, four days, they do really good things for they their do. stars. And I look at the travel accommodations. All of them are flying private, you know, with their teams. They have countless members of, uh, like training and, uh, what do you call it? Like dietitians, whatever you need. Like that, that's on hand. Yeah. Each, and each team has those. Yeah. And in abundance. So it's not like the treatment and care that they're getting is diminishing, but the games that they're playing is, which doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. You look back, like Chuck used this example. He's like, we were doing back to back. We didn't have, you know, 
uh, a massage therapist for everyone, dietitian. Like, yeah. we're just out there playing, doing 82 games, a lot more back-to-backs. And, it, you know, you know what the I'm amount, saying? Yeah, the amount of games playing is trending downwards. Yeah, and the amount of, like, care and care technology and stuff is going up. Yeah. So, that's, like, my issue with it. Because really, we sure. shouldn't be seeing uh, the Stars missing this many games. If They miss a lot. Yeah. And kind of going back to what we were saying earlier, I think it is because we as like consumers, media, and whatever, we do put so much value in championships. And we've devalued the regular season, you know? And guys like Dame won't get the nod and the accreditation that they deserve for their regular season accomplishments Mm -hmm. because all we care about is championships. Yeah. So it it does, it's like a double-edged sword, right? You want your favorite player and your favorite team to win all these championships because that's what people look at as a sign of greatness. And in part, like that, that's true. Like championships matter. Yeah. And I'm not saying they don't, but at the same time, it's like, you can't want that, like that be your only goal and want your stars and stuff out there night in and night out because teams are going to, you know, load manage in response to trying to achieve the championship mm-hmm. aspirations. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. So I, I don't know. I think it's it's definitely an interesting thing. Um, I'd love to hear, you know, people who are listening, your thoughts about this because I want to hear a player's different. thoughts. Yeah. I know. Well, all-star break, Anthony Edwards, mm-hmm. uh, he was very public about it and he was anti load management for whatever that's worth. He's young. Like he can obviously recover and move around he's a little bit easier. Back faster than yeah. Kawhi Leonard is, which definitely makes sense. But he's like, I want to play every single game and I don't get mm-hmm. why these guys are, you know, sitting out back to back when they really don't need to be. Yeah. Uh, it definitely like, it doesn't always, but it can show a love for the game. Yeah. You know? For sure. Cause with Ant saying that and him always being, trying to play. And then mm-hmm. I think back to the past of like, I, I'll use Sixers and uh, yeah. stories because I know them the best, but yeah, Allen Iverson used to be so injured and he would still try to play that. Like mm-hmm. they would have to give his sneakers to like random assistants and have him go hide his sneakers. So he couldn't suit up <laughs> that's and awesome. Iverson would like make them go get him new shoes. Yeah. That's awesome. And so it's just that level of love for the game that I'm just uh-huh. like, do we really have that mm-hmm. anymore? Cause there's definitely like player like, like Dane, like Edwards, mm-hmm. who want bridges to play on the nets. Bridges, yeah, who he want to play basketball. Missed, yeah, they want to mm-hmm. more than anything. And then you have times where, like, can can we really say the same for Kawhi? Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Kawhi. Dude's yeah, quiet. No does I've just found out recently he has a family. Uh, does he? He has kids. <laughs> he has kids. I have no idea. Kawhi Leonard has kids. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Really? Yep. Like how? A boy those, and a girl. I think it's a boy or, and a girl. Wow. I'm not convinced he's not a robot and those aren't also robots. Wow. But that being said, I believe he has a boy and a girl. Are they like old? No. Young? Like two, three? I would say like they can or? walk, but they're still like less than 10 probably. Holy cow, dude. At least when I saw this. I had no idea. I don't know anything. I No one knows anything about that man. Hey, he's, he's, listen, Kawhi's great. Um, he is great. We, he, we, he gets a, a butt end of a lot of these discussions, which uh, it's not fair to him, but it's not, but he did pioneer it. Yeah. Like this was his popularized, not invention, sure. but it was mm-hmm. like 
him doing it was the first major time that I remember going, mm-hmm. load management, that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, they even did it in some respect when he was in San Antonio because he does have an injury history. So Pop, mm-hmm. you know, regulated mm-hmm. his minutes. But yeah. yeah, regulating minutes and like completely being like he's out for load management reasons. Yeah, is com- that's fair. When you, when you cite that on the injury report. Yeah, I'm that's just like bad. That's bad. Okay. Stop that. Uh-huh. No, that is bad. I'm going to look up Kawhi Leonard's uh, children and show you a picture. Okay. I appreciate that. I, I really I like how this that. came back to our championship conversation. No, it, you would have thought that was planned. That's not on our spreadsheet. No, that was just, just a rant that I had at some point. Yeah. It just kind of happened. It's natural. But moving on from that, uh, we do have some news going to the Hawks, a team we don't talk about a lot. And we tell told you last week they fired the head coach. And it looks like Quinn Snyder, former Utah Jazz head coach, is filling in. And the Hawks, since the firing of um, Nate McMillan, they I think they were 2-0, and mm-hmm. looking good. Well, at least a lot better than what they were. But my thoughts really fast on this Quinn Snyder hiring, I think it's awesome. I think it's definitely what the Hawks need, uh, what Trey, Trey Young needs, because um, Quinn Snyder is an incredible coach, builds great great like culture and team camaraderie. He's great for, for guards. You look at how Donovan Mitchell developed, how Mike Conley worked uh, when the Utah jazz were clicking. And you look at your two guards and DeJounte Murray and Trey young. And I don't see anything but upside as it pertains to those two. But that being said, I think with this hire, which is a five-year contract for, for Quinn, yep. um, a lot of the success is going to go back. Okay, I'm looking at Kawhi's kids. Wow. One boy, one girl. His, his daughter looks like maybe two, one and a half. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like that's yeah. an old photo. It honestly probably is. They don't know the name of the son still, like the world wow. doesn't. That is crazy. Yeah. I didn't even know he was seeing nobody either. That's his girlfriend since San Diego State University. Wow. Oh, my God. And they don't know if they're married or not either. <laughs> that is awesome. Way to go, Kawhi. Talk about keeping keeping your family out of the limelight. Literally been together They could since. walk down the street right in front of me. I'd be like, hey, no Kawhi, idea. who are you guys? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's awesome, though. Yep. That was awesome. But, Man, yeah, I think uh, for Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, and where this Hawks organization is going now, mm-hmm. definitely a great hire. Yes. I. So my thing with it, right, isn't is I have no problem with the hiring. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with the firing of of Nate McMillan. Mm, still. Okay, I feel like Nate McMillan always gets the brunt end of this. Kind of does because he he had this happened with the Pacers, right? Yep, he got fired just yep. like halfway through a season for no reason. Because mm-hmm. Nate McMillan's a fantastic coach, and yeah. then he'll go somewhere get get appointed interim. Yep, after another firing, he'll do so well as an interim they'll give him they'll give him the job again. Mm-hmm. And then when they start struggling again after making a weird weird trade a weird yeah. fit trade, they'll fire him. Yep. <laughs> I like Nate McMillan a lot. That's fair. Well, it's like two years, two, three years since uh, the Hawks Eastern Conference final appearance, yep. too. I don't know. I don't know. That was, I think, that was created by Nate McMillan's coaching? Yeah. So It really was. It was. It definitely was. This roster, I think, is better than what they had. And granted, the East got a little bit better. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, better overall. Yeah. But... You look at where the Hawks are and how they performed this year. It, I don't know. Something's not working. Maybe his coaching's just falling on on deaf ears, and 
they needed to make a change from that standpoint, but I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I do like the Quinn Snyder hiring yeah. though. I'm I like Quinn Snyder as a coach. I think he's gonna do I think he's gonna do his best with the Hawks. Mm-hmm. I think the problem goes a lot deeper yeah. than the the coaching of okay. the Hawks. I think it goes That's into construction. Okay. Construction what, what of the roster. The yeah. The three first round picks traded for DeJounte Murray. Mm. You I like love it? DeJounte Murray. Okay. You know I do. I know. I do not like him on this team. Mm. He's a weird two guard fit. That's fair. And I'll be honest with you, since leaving Popovich, kind of been like a little little too cocky for not accomplishing anything in his career. Okay. Wow. Sorry, DeJounte. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, DeJounte, we know you're listening. Uh, you can clap back at Trey at any time. Just, at Trey B yeah. underscore PSN. Yeah, or um, at our Twitter let me, account. Let me real quick, let me yeah, backpedal yeah. a little bit. Uh, I have a lot of respect for DeJounte okay. and his return from injury. Yep. Well, you gotta admit he's been a little he's been a little out of whack since going to Atlanta. He had the whole thing in the summer league. Summer league, he was really Man, feeling himself, slamming the ball on just like some random yep. dude's head. Some dude, some accountant. just got off of yeah, just got off of work doing somebody's taxes and just slamming it on cussed. his head. Then he had that whole thing on Paulo. Yep, him and him, him and Paulo were, they were, were beefing. beefing big and Paulo's killing it this year. Yes, he is rookie of the year. Easy. Um, he had that really like. I don't know if he posted it, but a lot of people were posting like that movie had on Paulo and then he just bricks the layup. Mm-hmm. And then there was that whole game against the Rockets earlier this year where him and Trey Young were celebrating in like the second and third quarter. Mm-hmm. And like he like threw it back to Trey and he was doing all these dance moves as Trey shot it yeah. over him for the three and they lost. That's tough to the Rockets. Like, uh, the Rockets won. Ah, that's such a so bad, tough. That's such a bad loss. That's T-U-F-F for yeah. the Rockets though. Tough. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And it just feels like, did you ever see anything about DeJounte Murray like that in San Antonio? No, I, I do think that has a lot to do with Greg Popovich and just the culture that the Spurs are. It's the Spurs culture. It is the Spurs culture. It it definitely is. Because he's keep not the down, only. Uh, make the extra pass. Yeah. Bye. He's not the only only player. Well, because he, he commented on it a little bit just about the Spurs culture and how it's kind of similar in a way to the Patriots culture with Bill Belichick. Everyone's treated the same. Uh, Mono Ginobili um, in an interview during the oh something finals against the Cavs was like, no matter who I am or what my accomplishments are, he'll look at Tim Duncan and treat him the exact same as the 15th dude on our roster. And we're winning a lot of games and he's saying, if we don't win this next one, you know, tomorrow's practice is going to be absolute hell type of deal. So God, I love Greg Popovich. Yeah. He's a great, and Manu Ginobili. Yeah. I've recently fallen in love with Manu Ginobili highlights at night. That's what's up. Watch them before I go to bed. I will. I will. But yeah, I don't know. Spurs culture. And I think as soon as players are out of it, you know, I don't want to say they can kind of be themselves. It's like when you send your kid off to college and they party all year. It really is. You think they're some little angel and they're demons. Yeah. You, you hear demons who slam slam a basketball on other people's head. Yep. Yep. Well, getting paid like $25 million to do it. Mm -hmm. That's what's up though. I mean, hell that's a, that's ideal. Honestly, (laughs) I hear you. I don't know. I think definitely where I had the Hawks projected I did. I, I had them lower in the East, but I thought they'd be better than what they are right now. I, think I had them at like my fifth seed. I think I had eight, 
Yeah, I, I had high right hopes. There. You again, did have high hopes. I liked DeJounte a lot. Yep. We'll have to go back uh, towards the end of the year and just kind of reflect on oh, where we went wrong. I, everywhere. Possibly. The Western Conference is where I went wrong. Possibly. I'm excited. It'll be it'll be a nice uh, eye-opener to see how good uh, we, we are at projecting. Also, there predicting. were a lot. Yeah, well, projecting their futures. Yeah. yeah. But there were a lot of trades, a lot of movement this year. From stars in the league. There really so. was. I mean, It'll just be no fun. one was going to predict the Kevin KD Durant. to Phoenix, the yeah. Kyrie to, Kyrie to the Mavs. Dallas. <sighs> I, I will say, I did have the Nets missing the playoffs, though, and that still might work. Okay, you know what? Knock on wood. You you had that for other, re- other reasons, though. But, yeah. Curious to see, excited to see how Quinn Snyder will do um, with Trey Young, DeJounte, and I hope for his sake, because I love Quinn, that they turn it around and get going in the right direction. Definitely won't be this year. Next year, though, whole nother possibility. But moving on, we got Jason Kidd and his comments after the Mavs blew a 27-point lead against the Lakers. And to give you a little context about how ridiculous that is, teams were 138-0, and 0, so undefeated. Uh, when they were leading by 27 or more points. So this is very historic mm-hmm. uh, and very historic collapse for the Dallas Mavs. And after the game, he was asked some questions about his team's performance and just what happened in the game. And he said, I'm not the savior here. I'm not playing. I'm watching the game just like you guys. And as a team, we got to mature. And we got a lot of new bodies coming back. We got to grow up if we want to win a championship. There is no young team that's ever won a championship mentally or physically. Interesting. I thought it was definitely really interesting. I think that giving the whole quote like you did was very smart. Because just that one little bit makes it sound like he's like, it's not my fault. Yeah. But that's not what he's saying at all. Now, you need a little more context. I know the clickbait uh, that was kind of being tossed around after the game was... We got to mature, and that's what a lot of people grabbed onto. Um, the whole quote in context, especially that last sentence, there's no young team that's ever won a championship mentally or physically. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I think, almost the most important part. It is, because I'm trying to quote. think now of any super young team that won a championship. Yeah, I, I don't know. At least without like that one veteran who has kind of been there, done it before. Can you think of one that just had one veteran do it? Because I can't. I don't know. The youngest I can think of is that first Warriors team where Steph was like already 28. Yeah. Well, Iggy was there too. And he was 37. He was their veteran. 45. Yeah. That, uh, that 80 years old. I'm MVP sure. Iggy. Finals MVP, MVP Iggy, Iggy. I'd say the closest I've ever seen to a young team winning a championship is any LeBron led young Cavs team pre heat. Yeah. But winning a championship like uh, that that's that disclaimer so it's a, a lot of championship talk there's a lot one. of championship talk you love to see it well i guess it's kind of fitting for a 23rd mj yeah 6 lebron 4 that's 10 right there it's 10 quick maths it's less than bill russell less, still less than bill russell ridiculous shout out bill russell shout out bill russell mm-hmm. rest in peace bill russell but yeah, yeah. i uh, thought it was interesting uh you can't have that kind of collapse against Mm-mm. the Lakers. You can't. You really just can't. Mm-mm. And I mean, 
other side, good on Darvin Ham, good on the White Yeah, Bruce. yeah, great. great job. Darvin Ham's been coaching his ass off, especially he really with has been. he's had to deal There's with. There's the explicit tag right there. Oh my gosh. We were talking before, we're like, man, what did we get flagged on last last episode? Every to, time to we get explicit. flagged for explicit, it's always Nathan, except for last episode, which was yep. me. Yep. Well, that time it was both of us, almost in like unisense. Just let just say it. Yep, it was both of us. It's okay, Trey. Wasn't both of us. It was both of us. But looking back now at that Mavs game and hearing the news that we did maybe a couple hours ago um, with LeBron, he went down in the fourth. I don't. I don't know what quarter it was, but in my mind, I want to say the fourth quarter because I know he was out for a second, then came back, played the rest of the game, and there's an update on his injury where he was seen on camera on uh, the news or TV cast saying it popped. I think it popped something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, it came out today that he has an ankle injury and will be out indefinitely. And that's all it says. So I'm assuming probably done for the rest of the regular season, which is really tough considering where they are right now. It's rough because they're two games back from that six seed, which is what Darvin ham said we wanted to get to. And Oh my gosh! Without LeBron James, the best player on your team, I, how are you going to do it? Really rely on Anthony Davis? You're, you're gonna have to really, like, really rely yeah. on him. Yep. Put the mortgage on AD. He stays healthy. You don't have Thomas Bryant to carry you in the nope. non-AD minutes. But no, you, you got do Mo not. Bamba. You got, got Mo Bamba. Jared Vanderbilt had a great, outstanding defensive game. Oh my gosh, he had like 18 boards. He was so good. It's great. I guess you Lakers, hope. I, okay, so here's this is the hope now, one. right? Yep. Let's say you lean on AD. He gets you like 30, 30 a night for the next like week, right? Yep. Next like five games total on your schedule. Okay. And then he gets injured, right? You hope that D'Lo has yeah, has his, comes back. his nets run. Okay. You yeah. hope that D'Lo has his 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 nets run his mm-hmm. final season there, where he just kind of will the team of nobodies. Yep. To the playoffs. They're just having fun. Jared Dudley, dude. Jared Dudley, dude. Yeah. I don't know. It does. It's very grim for the Lakers right now. It's not looking great. No. At I all. I think there's 21 games left on their schedule. I'll give them 10 at best. I'm going to give I don't them know 15. who's on their schedule. I'm just saying. 15. 15, 15 wins in the next 21. Okay. Well, who knows? That might be doable. The West is really tight right now. A lot of teams are at that 30, 32 range so it'll be a very exciting season finale to say the least but i don't know with how the lakers have performed uh, the bulk of the season it doesn't look good it does not look great so lakers fans since you're out there you're listening i really hope you guys still make the playoffs i do too i want to see lebron win another championship unless it's philly unless it's philly I've been I've been thinking lately. Lakers, uh, Sixers, Lakers, Sixers would be so fun. Okay. That being said, yep. I've been thinking, thinking about what. Sixers looking like contenders out here. Okay. I really I really started drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, even after tonight. Tonight was a good fought fought game. Okay, against the Heat. Yeah. Lost to the Heat. Lost to the Heat. Yeah. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy buckets, baby. Jimmy buckets can be kryptonite for for Philly for a while still. That's okay. That's That's all right. Unless we face him in the playoffs. No case. Okay. Yeah, but I think I think Philly mm-hmm. is gonna make a. Uh, this is my hot take. I think they're gonna make an Eastern Conference Final. This, okay. This year, I don't know if they're gonna win it. 
Yeah. I feel like it's going to be Philly, Boston or Philly, Milwaukee. Okay. That's fair. I th- yeah. I Those think are my two teams coming out of the East. At the end of the day, it's going to be where the standings are right now, either Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Cavs. Those are your top four. Yep. I don't really care about everyone else below because I do, th- those are going to be the last. I can't four see standing. any of those. I can't any either. team below those four. Yeah, I could honestly, s- I can't even see the Cavs really. I could see like a dark horse run, and they get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I can see a Hawks esque run. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and that's probably as far. Maybe get to six, seven games and lose. Because think about it: if you have to beat Philly, yep, then you'd have to beat the Cavs, yep, then you'd have to beat Milwaukee or Boston. Yep. That's, on the other side, you have to beat it's Milwaukee. It's going to be a tough run. Mm-hmm. Or you have to beat Boston and then yeah. face Milwaukee or Boston. Mm-hmm. And then you have to play Philly or the Cavs. It's going to be crazy. It's rough out here for any team that isn't the top four in the East right now. It the West, is I can see happening. a 10th seed winning. Literally. It's so even. I uh-huh. also, I'm going to say right now, I want the Kings to win more than anything. Kings. More than anything other than the Sixers winning, I want the Kings to win. I like the Kings' second round exit. Kings' second round exit would be cool. It's going to be like, Six game series, whoever they play, second round exit. I think the only team I don't really want to win a championship in the West, uh huh, really down to my soul is probably Memphis. Memphis, okay. I want to listen. I don't mind. Jokic can win a championship. Okay. I listen. The hating Jokic is really, really hard. Those days are past. Uh, They're not past. Like obviously, I'm still gonna have venom Mm -hmm. because Joel. Yep. But I just have to accept that he's a really good player. And that I really wouldn't mind him winning a championship. Okay. Appreciate if it's that. over Joel, though, I'll lose my mind. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Because so at cool. that point, MVP will be announced. It's going to be probably one of those two. Okay, NBA, if you're rigged, you one, give me two. Denver, Philadelphia right now. Oh, my gosh. You give me That'd that be, championship. Because remind me, I don't remember. When do uh, the all-NBA teams come out? Is that before finals, too, or is that after? I think that's I think the all-NBA teams. Yeah, all-NBA teams. I think it's... Uh, before playoffs. Oh, if I'm not okay. Mistaken. That'd be great. Because one mistaken. of those two is going to be first second. team or second team. Yeah. Wow. It really is those two at the yeah, top. It really is. And it's always Jokic because he's one of the MVPs. He always gets the nod. Yep. Which I'm. He had a great game. I'm not upset past, with him past for making that that first yeah, team. It's not his fault. It's the media. I'm upset with the, the fact media. that they're that it's not positionless. That's fair. It should just be the top five for MVP. It should be all NBA first team. Hmm. I, I, That's it. I'm not mad at that take. I'm not mad. It's kind of cool. That's what it should be. All right. I like it. Cool, Trey. Thanks. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, put all, put the top 15 top for MVP 15. and make them all NBA for a second, third team. Hmm. I'm not mad. I'm really not. Yeah, because I mean, you remember when Bradley Beal was averaging like 30, but his team sucked? Yep. And so he didn't make an all NBA team. So he, yep. got, he got logged out of his super max option for that year. Mm-hmm. Do you know where he was in the MVP? Uh, he was like 14th. He would have barely made it. Yeah, but also... Would have made it. Would have made it. And would've even if he it. was like 16th. Yeah. You have the same outcome, but now your reasoning is even deeper because you're like, well, you weren't on the MVP list because you weren't mm-hmm. winning. Just going, well, That's I don't fair. think that you're one of the best guards because you weren't winning mm-hmm. isn't fair. Okay. I like that. So give, it, a give more. us some in-depth uh, reasoning. Okay. I like that, Trey. Thank you. I'm, I'm here with the, the takes today. That's a very original... Very original thought. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like 45 people have said it before. Nobody's ever said that. Like in the last two days. No, this is the only podcast, the only person (laughs) in the entire world. That's it. With that take. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. Um. 
anyways, we got a little bit of other news. Not a whole lot. Um, Probably just run through it real quick. Yeah, we'll run through it really quick. Little, little uh, sums, earlier sums. today, the Bucks co-owner Mark Larcy sells his portion of the Milwaukee Bucks to the Cleveland Browns owner. So that's cool. I don't know anything about either of them. I just know Cleveland has made some questionable decisions with their money, and yeah. I hope hope that doesn't carry over to uh, Milwaukee. No, I definitely I, I remember like reading Bucks. something about that previously though that they were looking that ownership was looking to sell off. The team, okay, little bit by little bit. Well, there you go. You got a lot of bit because he's a a co-owner. Yeah. Um, and then there was a little bit of talk from Adam Silver, I believe. He said or flirted with the idea of having the NBA implement a target score for teams to to get to in overtime games. And what are your thoughts on that, Trey? I hate it. Okay. I hate. I I despise it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say this previously, like when I was thinking about it, talking with my friends, but yeah. I was just going to bring it up when I talk to you. I feel like overtime games, friend. especially yeah, is um, it's not just a battle against the other team, mm-hmm. but also the clock. Yeah. You know, fatigue, you can go. Yeah. I mean, you can't have, cause the reason this came up is Kawhi Leonard played like 46 minutes. <laughs> yeah. With uh, the Kings and the Kings uh, Clippers. Clippers. Second highest scoring game it was double in NBA overtime, history. Right? Yeah. yeah. Double uh, overtime was like 178, 176. It played Crazy. like 46 minutes. Yep. But also this goes back to load management because... A little bit. Why should just be able to play 46 minutes? A little bit. He really should. Level. Uh-huh. Um, but no, so this came up because of that and they're basically saying, hey, we don't, we don't want to have this. So I don't like the load management part of, okay. of the reasoning, right? Yep. I don't mind the other half of, hey, our broadcasts are going too long when this happens. Yeah. There's been a bunch of overtime games this year. It really have. feels like it's happening all the time. Yep. So that's I was, exciting, dude. From exciting. a consumer so perspective, cool. that's sick. I love when it goes over time. Awesome. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I get more basketball. That's free basketball, dude. That's free basketball right there. That's free basketball. I love it. But I don't know. I Looking back at, like you just mentioned, a lot of overtime games, Pretty sure the next game that the Clippers played was also another overtime game against the Nuggets. So that's a tough beat, but like you said, mm-hmm. they had a day off in between. Uh, I get it, travel, all that, but you have top-tier professionals working on your body to to get you right. Yeah, but, and if, I mean, if you can't, I understand. Like, that's a yeah. lot to ask of a human body. Mm-hmm. You're getting paid a lot to be able to do that, though. Mm-hmm. And they're exceptional, so that's why they're where they are. Like, if you ask me to do that, I can't. I yeah. probably couldn't last more than like five minutes in an NBA game before yeah. being completely like just run down. I can give you like suicides, do my own thing. Maybe. I won't be in the action. Yeah, but I'll be on that court. Yeah, I'll be present, running with you. Yep. sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, it's the reality. It's so it. much, and then constantly also taking a beating from other players. Like you yeah. were running into a into a brick wall yep. as a brick wall, yep. hoping their brick wall falters under your brick wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should have we should have some awesome. level of face next time we record. Okay, I like face that recording. Idea. I'll figure out how to do it. Okay, I like that idea. Maybe we'll do it for season two of the okay. of NBA Pod. There you go. Big things coming, baby. Not really. It's just the same thing, but also season two. Yeah, season two. Ooh. And faces. Live reactions. Eh. But set up a YouTube account. Something like I, that. Okay. I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, we might have to just upload it there. But yeah, uh, we got that. I'm also not in favor of target score. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just like makes it, it less game. exciting. Yeah, All Star Game it makes total sense. Um, yeah, it just there's not as much excitement to me if you know a team has to get like twenty four points to twenty four more points to win. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but because uh, there's also runs. Yeah, there that. there and are so runs. Yep. I feel like most overtimes, unless they go to a double overtime, mm-hmm. which isn't as common. Yeah. But just statistically, that makes sense. Yeah. But I feel like most overtimes I watch, it's like one team that was really hot going mm-hmm. into it stays really hot yeah. and just wins in overtime. Yep. And I'm like, I like that because I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, mm-hmm. that guy has it, you know? I got you. But also, there's a time limit. So the other mm-hmm. team knows exactly there's how much time they have where they go, yeah. all right, we we need to figure something out. Gotta make out. a stop here, you know? And it's just not as fun where I could be like, okay, we foul now, get the mm-hmm. ball back, maybe get a three. Mm-hmm. But in reality, with, with this target score, it's like, well, we can't even foul yeah. because they just need one more point. Literally. And it's just over. I like it. That's good. Good explanation. Lastly, on our itinerary, we have LaMelo Ball. This just came out like right before we started the podcast. So very unfortunate to lose because uh, the Hornets were on a five-game win streak too. Uh, but LaMelo Ball for the Charlotte Hornets has a right ankle fracture, stress fracture. So this season's done. Hopefully Charlotte can do something to to help take that stress, no pun like pun intended, off of him. Just made a stress fracture. Pun. I did, I did. Uh, just to give him some sort of help, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not enough. You're not enough. Your thirty million dollar contract is looking real bad. Really bad. And maybe you should have just stayed with the Jazz. But Definitely not, not because we got Donovan Mitchell. Wow, that was a weird whisper, dude. <laughs> Whoa, is this place haunted yeah, by a must jazz be, fan? Must be. That's crazy. Wow. That was a terrible 4th of July. Because he announced that on 4th of July, dude, that signing. Oh. And that was like maybe a year or two after I really started getting to the NBA <laughs> and the Utah Jazz. I'm like, Gordon Hayward is like, he's the dude on the jazz, my favorite player at the time. Yep. And heart just broken immediately. Shattered. I was like, who do I go to? Oh, Rudy Gobert is kind of cool. My favorite person on the now Sixers when I got into basketball yeah. was our president of basketball operations, Sam Hinkie. Wow. And then immediately after that, player. it was uh, it was Jaleel Okafor. Okay. We love that. That panned out really well for you. Yeah. For the both of us, our fandoms. Yep. Tough. Listen, I was definitely insane for liking Jaleel Okafor. Uh-huh. But I, I just yeah. liked his number. That's right. What a, okay, eight. That's what's up. I wore eight. Okay, there you go, Trey. I thought it was cool. There's a good correlation there. Yeah. I respect it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, I think that does it for us today. That's Um, everything. Got anything else? Oh, Nathan, I feel like I've gotten this question a couple times. Why are you a jazz fan? All right. I am a jazz fan because I was trying to impress this girl in high school. Okay. She played basketball Mm -hmm. and I knew... Like, not a lot about basketball. I was pretty terrible in my YMCA days. Never made a bucket. Um, My best highlight career uh, play was setting a pick at half court. And the kid just ate it. Like, he bounced off of me. I was a thick little kid in, like, the fourth grade. So, he made a nice thud when he hit. And that was the highlight of my career. I played for, like, five years. Pee-wee, YMCA. I was terrible. But anyway... That was my basketball knowledge and expertise to that point. But I saw this girl, she played basketball. She had an interest in basketball. So I bought NBA 2K just to learn a little bit more about it. I already played video games and my team, my player went to the Utah jazz. 
And I was like, you know what? This team's kind of cool. Said so I'm a jazz fan. Yeah, I'm a jazz fan. And it also started my hatred for the Warriors because we lost in the Western Conference Finals to them. So a lot of, lot of firsts. And turns out, turns out that girl I was trying to impress, it worked. Okay. And all these years later, we made it official. So thank you, Gabby. That's Gabby? Now, yeah, that's Gabby, dude. Yeah. Started oh watching gosh. basketball because of her. Shout out, Gabby. Shout out, Gabby. Uh-huh. Man, this podcast would not exist without Gabby. Literally. Also, when I got back here um, from my flight home, first thing I see uh, on my phone was Dame just dropped 71. He's the oldest player to do it. And that was also from Gabby. So that was pretty cool. Shout out, Gabby. Yeah. But man. Yeah. That's why I'm a jazz fan. Yeah. That's Great. crazy. Why are you a Sixers fan? I feel like I have to ask Sam, that. Sam Hinkie. Okay. Sam Hinkie. I just like that he thought he was smarter than everyone else. Okay. I, I thought like, that yeah. was funny. And I was like, cool. And then I liked, I liked his vision. I liked his thought process. I liked the process. The process. Uh, absolutely fell in love with the Sixers, like, way they went about things. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with their development program for Rocco, for Dario, for all these mm-hmm. players. I just really enjoyed everything about the Sixers. All right. And the process Sixers. And so I got into, Phil- got into the Sixers. I like it. And I got hardcore into basketball because yeah. I met you at college. Word. Because I was mediocrely into basketball around yeah. like junior, sophomore year uh-huh. of high school. And then I met you at college and you only got into basketball because Gabby. So Gabby burned both of us. Wow. Gabby, this podcast really is only possible because of you. Shout out, Gabby. Shout out, Gabby. Wow. That's awesome. Oh, before we end, I guess this will be the last thing. Uh, you gave me cards, mm-hmm. uh, basketball cards mm-hmm. the other week. And here's the first one. Unfortunate timing given... The oh, wow. That happened, but it is a lamello ball. Ooh, this um, is shiny. It is shiny. And then because you're a Sixers fan. <laughs> is this Andre Drummond? It's Andre Drummond in oh, a Lakers jersey. In a Lakers jersey. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. These are way shinier than the one I gave you. Oh, you're cool. It's Donovan Mitchell. Love that man. It is D Mitch. Yeah. There these you are go. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nathan. Of course. So I guess with that, we'll, uh, we'll end episode 23 here. Yeah. It's been real. It's been fun. And it has been real fun. Today was a real fun one. Real fun one. But y'all stay, stay spicy. Stay spicy. Stay spicy. Deuces. That's a new one. Deuces.